This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. This is what I got to say. All right, all right, all right. We are back again, back again for another another, another episode. episode of... The Authentic Entrepreneurs. That's what it says. That's what Two it of says us, up plural. on the thing. My name is Stu Saunders. And I'm not. You are? <laughs> For first-time listeners who don't know us. I am Nick Foley, not and Stu Saunders. This is this is uh, Ricky Martin singing right now. <laughs> you, <laughs> didn't you have a funny Ricky Martin story? <laughs> but the way you say Ricky Martin, it just sounds like you're pronouncing... Pronunciation. Like, that's a huge enunciation of the Martin. I was saying to my... No, and I don't have any funny Ricky Martin stories. Didn't you, didn't you like no, dress up as Ricky Martin once? <laughs> I, I couldn't pull off what he pulls off. He's way more handsome than I am. Being hard on yourself, Nick. Not that um, Ricky Martin. My, my, Ricky Martin. I was saying to my to my Jenny, who is my partner, if you know, uh, <laughs> and my my beautiful wife, who I always call her my Jenny because it's a reference to uh, Forrest Gump. Me and my Jenny. Um, that since we've been doing this podcast for the last six months. I have noticed that I am taking more effort in slowing down and pronunciating words more clearly. And there are episodes where I can I can listen back at our show and think, this one I didn't think about it. Yeah. And this one I did think about it. Well, I think and it's be- helped my speaking. Well, sure. Point. Yeah. And I think that um, at the beginning of the episodes, like, well, we, we're probably doing it now too, but when we get excited about things, especially being presenters and loving what we do and such, you get speaking fast, but there was a few episodes right at the beginning that was just like, oh my goodness, like let the guests talk. And you and I were just like talking so fast, right? Yeah. And then a few times I noticed that you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, which you've done as well. Yeah. And <laughs> See you, what I did there? Yeah. With the emph- that's hilarious. Though. Yeah, that's was, hilarious. I really enjoyed it. Emphasis uh-huh. syllable, <laughs> emphasis syllable. Okay. Let's get on to what we're going to talk about today, Stu. So um, <laughs> this is uh, episode number honest. something or other of the Authentic Entrepreneur. This one might not even ever air. And this is uh, this is this no it'll air it'll air. Um, and so this is one of the episodes that we actually got a question about. And before we get to our question that this episode's built off of, um, is I just want to say thanks to the team who make this podcast happen. Of course, which is um, Porsche. Yeah, who helps out with all the editing of uh, putting together all of our promos and do, doing all of our, our our notes on the podcasts and and they are very detailed. Does a fantastic job. Um, if you ever do want to like when we do a podcast, if you're listening in your car and you're like, or you're you're just watching it on your phone somewhere, um, and you're like, gosh, there's a lot of good stuff in that. And we do like we Porsche goes out make goes out, goes out of her way to find the links and the contacts and the stories that we're talking about. So if you want to, you can actually go through and she's got all time stamped and you can actually say like, if we're saying check out Scott Stratton's yeah. podcast, uh, the unpodcast, she'll have that link for the unpodcast. If, yeah. we, if you say you were, you know, reading a, so whatever book you're reading, she'll have that book link in there. So it's really great. And so all, lots of information just in those notes and we don't, we don't thank Portia enough. So um, thank you, Portia. Thank you, Portia. Thank you. And that was, if you heard Mikey as well. Mikey's our producer extraordinaire. Um, and uh, he uh, came into this with, uh, w- you know, not no, not having done a podcast before, just doing other, you know, video editing work. Um, and uh, has learned on the fly with us. 
And uh, I think the podcast, you could tell from episode one to episode, whatever we're on right now, that it just keeps getting better and better and better and the volume's getting better and the sound's getting better and the edit's getting better. I think Mikey's second to none at what he does in the world. Yeah. So there you go. There's a compliment for you. But none was, not, that guy, none is really good. He passed away. Second to none. <laughs> so now Mikey's first. <laughs> Mr. Nunn. <laughs> none. Mr. Nunn, the great podcaster. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Porsche and Mikey do a great job producing this show, and we're really excited uh, to have them on the team. Yeah, so thank you, Rutch. Thank you very, very much. Um, all right, so let's Sorry go. Sorry about the talent. Um, Sorry about the talent. Yes, yeah, what you have to work with. Yeah, yeah exactly. The material, they do the best they can with what they with, work with, with what, every what day. they have. That's exactly. right. Yeah. Anyway, you, you can't turn gold out of can't. dirt. Yeah. Uh, but they're trying their best. Uh, anyway, so today's episode comes from a uh, a question I got from a listener, and feel free to always drop us questions. We love them, and we can um, we can always get to them some point. At some point, uh, we'll try to get to them at some point. Uh, but this one was Stu. As a young entrepreneur, I'm struggling with having to do everything. Uh, I'm also struggling with letting things go. Um, and so that's a real challenge, right? As you're building your businesses is, is when do you let things go? When do you not? When do you um, pivot? When, pivot do you, when do you focus on what you do well and do that well? And, and, you know, and that comes down to this week's episode's title, which is Core Competencies, Automation and Delegation. It sounds like we're doing a technology episode, but we're not. Well, I mean, in some well, cases we are, we are, we are, but, we are yeah. but it's about you yeah. as well. It comes from the base of the, of the entrepreneur and knowing when to automate and when to delegate is what we're talking about. I read a great article mm-hmm. um, not not too long ago. Um, and when I find it, I'll give it to Porsche. It'll be in the show notes. But I read this great article, and in the article, the argument was you can't make – now, I'm sure we're going to be people sending messages in, but you are going to have a hard time making over $300,000 a year as an entrepreneur if you're doing every single job and you're not delegating or automating in some capacity. Yeah. So, and I, I don't, listeners shouldn't get caught up on the number. No, no, I'm not. Yeah. I, yeah. Like don't say, well, that was I, just what the article was. Yeah. Right. And I yeah. think it's just saying you're limiting how much yeah. money you, you get to a certain point where you can't do much more than that yeah. if you're doing it all yourself. But he uses an example in the article. He uses a great example and he says, just take, take for instance, like sending, you know, messages, right? If you have like, five, what, 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 what so for those listeners that can't see what's happening right now, Stu's doing something awkward. What is happening? I have an itch in my I, it's <laughs> allergies, it, man. man. It's an itch. It's allergies, and I just—it's just my nose. I feel like I ripped my nose off my face. I like to automate my nose scratching and delegate it to somebody else if I possibly could, because my nose is—I feel like I'm. I feel like I've got like a thousand little bugs up my nostrils. Okay, so I'm gonna try not to laugh throughout this, but I can't. Like I. Okay, to hold it together. All right. That was like my coughing attack that we had when we had um, oh, we had a guest on it. I was just was it like, Ron? Was it Ron Tight? No, it wasn't Ron. It was someone else. Denise Jacobs. Denise Jacobs. Jacobs yeah. It was like like I was coming over a cold. It was just yeah, just watching him fume was amazing. <laughs> anyway, so but what what the article is like if you can't automate and you can't delegate in some capacity, you're gonna have a hard time getting to you know the level that you probably want to get to as an entrepreneur, whatever that level is. You yeah. know what I mean. And so he used the number three hundred thousand. But um, the you point a, you is, hit, you hit a wall. You hit a wall. And the point is, is that you can't be all things to all people. And so you you came up. You have a you have a, a, a you know a great line with core competencies is double downing what double down on what you're good at. Yeah. Delegate and automate on things that you can. And yeah. and I mean, so you have some great allowing for you it. focus to allow you to focus and and, uh, and be the creative where you need to be the creative. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Tony Robbins talks about 
Some people are, are the leaders, some people are the facilitators, some people are the money people, some people are the, and he has a list of four or five different kind of categories of people. And the companies that are successful are the ones that, that those people are good at what they do and find ways to either automate, delegate, or outsource the stuff that they're not good at, right? And, and, I, and I think that's really, really important. So the idea being is, Nick, if you are really good at, um, let, let, let's talk about being in a speaker's bureau as an example, right? Because um, you're on one, I'm on one. Yep. Um, many speakers are really good at speaking, yeah. storytelling, message, deli- message delivery, but they're horrible at marketing themselves, mm-hmm. negotiating, and doing the paperwork or the, you know, the administrative end of their job. 100%. And so they fail, right? So you can automate that by having a great website yep. and having automated forms and automated uh, inquiry, in, in, inquiry forms that people can, can send information and you know, do, do questionnaires and, and do all, and that will help. Yep. Um, and then you can delegate that to someone like we work with Jenna, mm-hmm. uh, or you know whatever bureau that, that will, they will like. You know, what happens? So tell tell. We'll just walk you through the whole process. Yeah, tell right? tell our listeners what what you do when you do a speech at a conference and someone says to you, Nick, I want you to speak. Yep. So I go to a conference. I do a, I do a presentation. Someone says we want you to come and speak at our business or our our, uh, our school, and I just simply give them the number. I, I said sure. I'll take their contact information down, and I give the uh, contact information to Jenna. Or I send a message and, and I copy Jenna and I simply just say, you know, my colleague Jenna will get back to you um, or as you know, as, as soon as she gets this message type thing. And basically, and she'll work out all the logistics for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm available. Sometimes I can look at my schedule and Jenna has it as well. But I look at my schedule and I'm like, I'm available April 12th, 13th and 14th. You said that you were available around those days. But my colleague Jenna will, will take care of logistics for you. And then oftentimes Jenna will respond. She'll CC me in it, and then they will respond back and forth. I don't hear from it for a few days or whatever, weeks, whatever it takes to close the deal. And Jenna usually sends me a message and says, I just sent you a calendar invite. You're gonna be speaking at, you know, wherever it is that you're speaking on this date. And it's, it literally, it goes from them asking me a quick question. I say, yep, I CC Jenna, or I give all the information to Jenna. She takes care of it. I was in Sault Ste. Marie three weeks ago. A gentleman said, hey, I want to, um, have you come in to speak? We're really busy right now going into March break. So I mentioned that to Jenna and she um, put a reminder in her calendar to send a message out on March 25th. She sent the message out, all the logistics, what I charge, you know, how they can save money, how they can bring out there's other schools and they made a list of the other schools that are there that might be might be available um, for this and, and sent all the information out to them and it's between them now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All I did was three weeks ago mention to Jenna once that hey, I'm I, I, this, 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 this guy that brought us out for this conference wants me to come back personally and, and talk to his entire school and the rest is, is off my plate. Now, what does that do for me? Now, a few things. So number, what, yeah, what, what are the benefits well, for you? Okay, I'm taking away a, the awkward parts that yeah, speakers hate. Doing. Number one is I get to just focus on doing my stuff, yeah. right? I get to focus on my speaking. I get to focus on my creative endeavors. I also get to focus on running the nonprofit and the two businesses that I run. I get to focus on just spending time with my family. I get to focus on doing the teaching part. All the stuff that I love to do and not the stuff that I don't like to do, which is sending out emails every day, which I still do, but not having to work, negotiate price and not having to negotiate a timing and making sure logistics works and calling other schools and things like that. You know, that's all being done. I, I do do it, but the reality you know of what? it is it. What? What do you do? I do it. No, yeah, so you said you said I. What? I do do it. I do do it. Like I do do. I do send it you out. Do do. <laughs> I do. Oh, I see what you did there. Um, I do send it out from time to time. <laughs> God. 
I guess if you don't think you're funny, who does, right? Like that's the thing. But I do send it out from time Remember to time. My syllable thing you did, you yeah, yeah, that was great. It was one on one. Yeah, this no, is your not, not my do do and use your syllables, my syllables. That's why we make it work here. But the reality someone wants, of it someone, is, someone wants commented they love our banter. Yeah, well, they should. Yeah, we we don't practice this banter. Should I it stop just interrupting you? Naturally. Oh no, I don't think you'll ever stop interrupting. Okay. <laughs> See what I did there? Anyway. Uh, but what that does is that delegation, I mean, it's, you know, that's that, like that automation, that delegation, that process really, really, really helps and frees me up to concentrate on the running of the businesses. And one of the reasons why I'm able to speak is because I run these other businesses. Mm -hmm. And so Jenna takes out all that, you know, mm -hmm. that work, that legwork that I would have to do. That, so I have to send messages out, going back and forth, negotiating price, all that stuff is all done and it works, it works perfectly. Yeah, and I think if you've got someone you trust, well, yeah, that's it. Right? That could represent your brand and your personality, mm -hmm. she which, which she can, and, and that's that's key. And, and I think also like so that's that's one example on, on your so you're you're automating in the fact that so automation doesn't always necessarily mean technology; it means making it automatic. Yeah, um, people might think automation means robots doing it or, or AI, but it doesn't. It also means that you automatically have a system that you put in place that works. Boom! This is what that's happens. Right. So yeah. inquiry comes in. This happens, you do A and B, and then Genesis C, D, E, F, and, right. and G until it's all done. Um, one of the things as an entrepreneur is you, you're, you're scared of spending money, mm -hmm. and often delegation would mean hiring people, uh, whether you're outsourcing that person or hiring internally or hiring a third party like Jenna through a, through a speakers bureau. And Jenna works kind of as if she's your team, on your team. Mm -hmm. like, a, lot of, a lot of schools or your clients, whether they're business or educational, will think that Jenna is your personal mm -hmm. booker, mm -hmm. your agent. Right. Um, they don't necessarily have to know that Jenna's also my agent. Right. right. Um, so she's your agent. And and I think that's that's important, but you have to be able to trust that person. Yeah. Um, on a technology end, like for our summer camp, we have between 1,700 and 1,800 uh, campers a summer. We, um, we don't, uh, we used to do everything literally by hand. So 90% of the forms, for a summer camp came in handwritten and then we had like a we had like a database that you made on excel yeah and it was and then we had a couple of their variations hired a guy once to try and make one that was like uh, it was awful um and i was so scared of taking that financial leap mm -hmm. to buy this thing called camp brain and camp brain is an automated registration software system and it's designed specifically for camps and it's you know it's a it's thousands of dollars a year to yeah. use but we were we almost had a full-time staff member just trying to do the logistical mem pieces of registering, putting kids into cabins, doing medical, dietary, yeah. uh, grouping kids, like, and that was like a, you know, you're paying between whatever, tens of thousands of dollars a year in a salary to have one person do it, or you can pay a couple thousand dollars a year and have this software do it, which also integrates into the front end of the website. So we literally, I think this year, officially, as of this, this we we're 80% full, 82% full for the summer. By the way, great summer camp. You can register your child at ylcc.com. Yes. Um, but we've only had two out of, I think we probably have 1,400 kids registered. We've had two handwritten forms. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So that that is so incredible. So What an what, investment that is, right? Yeah. So a $2,000 investment. Two, two, two to $3,000. Okay. As so it was a tens of thousands. On, on a full-time employee doing it. Yeah. And it's way better, yeah. way more efficient, yeah. easier to work with. We can do things like, uh, with this software, you can do things like for our kitchen. You can say all the gluten-free kids who are here in week three, w what cabin are they in? What group are they in? What age are they? 
uh, you know, and hit a button and a report comes out yeah. and it goes right to our kitchen, yeah. right? And and suddenly that has freed up, the stress has dropped. Yeah. The, we, used to, we used to print off a thousand forms on a registration day and had to thumb through them when each kid came. Now, we just print off one form, has the name, if anything's confused, they go to one person on the computer, type it in, make any changes, and it's done. Okay. We can register 300 kids in an hour, you take us four hours to yeah. do it. And so that automation's amazing. That's amazing automation, absolutely. But as an entrepreneur, you're scared of spending the money, yeah. right? Because you think, that's, I'm, I'm now, I, or you think, I'll do it myself. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing all that stuff, if you're doing all your marketing, yeah. you're doing all your paperwork, you're doing all your contracts, you're doing all your negotiations, right? Because right? you know what it's like as a speaker, when you, you, you set your fee, let's say, yeah. let's say your fee is, is X, and you, know, you don't want to seem like you're money hungry as a yeah. speaker. Someone says, well, Nick, how about your fee? And you go, my, my fee is, is X, whatever that fee is, it doesn't matter. And they say, well, Nick, yeah, we only have yeah. a third of the X. Yeah, and you're like, and so you have to start saying, well, but, but I'm, I'm worth more than that. You start like trying to sell yourself. Yeah, exactly. Which is hard. But if they go to Jenna and say, hey, Jenna, what's Nick's fee? And they say Nick's fee is X, and they say, well, we can't afford that. And then you say, well, X, Nick's worth X, X mm -hmm. dollars. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that job done. I don't have to worry about it. She doesn't. Yeah, that's. And she's not, yeah. she's not. She's not. She's just. She's working for you, right? Yeah. So that, that's delegation. Mm -hmm. Automation, delegation, it's important. You know, and, and speaking, you talk about finance a couple times, I, and I know that, you know, and for entrepreneurs out there, listen, we get it. You know, we are not talking about anything that we didn't do when it comes to, I know there was a time in your life, and I know you have someone on staff that does all the, all the, your books and things like that. Great investment, you know what I mean? Yeah, we have, a, a, higher, we have an office manager. Office manager that does all that. But there was, an, there was a time. Absolutely, and we have, and I, I do too. We both have office managers. Yours, but yours does all your payroll and stuff like that, right? Yeah, well, yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, but there was a time when you were doing it all by yourself, and I will never forget the time where I was trying to do my HST, and I had all these receipts out, and they're all over my like they're all over my table, and I'm sitting there trying to calculate it, and I messed the month, the date that it was due, when it was supposed to be due. I, I thought it was supposed to be due on let's say for instance it was supposed to be due on October 30th, and so I was counting everything for October 30th, but it was actually ended on September 30th. And I had all these receipts, and I was just like, that's it, I'm done. I am not doing this, I've never been good at math, it's not my, it's not my forte, it's not one of my core competencies. Immediately, yeah, I went it. in and, I, and I, I contacted a bookkeeper. She said, I'm busy, but I have a person who, who, you could do, who you could work with. And I met this woman, her name is Kelly, and she has been my, my bookkeeper now for the last four years and has been fantastic. I used to have all my receipts, I give them to my assistant, Jen, who's been fantastic as well, does all kinds of things, office manager, but, um, and then she would sort them out and add them up and I would take them and, and give them to my, my HST person, my bookkeeper, and then I would take the numbers and I would give them to my, I'd keep them and then at the end of the year give them to my accountant. But now, even further than that, I'm just like, you know what? There are books out there. There are there are automations, things that I can do even quicker, where it could be it's even more accurate. Mm -hmm. Where I still use our, my bookkeeper and I still use an accountant, obviously, you know, with corporations and stuff. But um, you know, QuickBooks and FreshBooks and Invoice to Go. I mean, I, I know you use QuickBooks. We use I QuickBooks. Think. Yeah. It was a game changer. We used to do everything by hand. We used Absolutely. To, I think it was Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, and a ledger book. That's it, right? And we were Excel spreadsheets up until not too long ago. And honestly, it was one of those things we decided decided to invest in Invoice to Go. And it was, you know, it's a it's an investment at first. Mm -hmm. 
And our, our whole the money is like the money you save in the long run with your peace of mind and knowing everything time, is there and time and energy, mistakes. less mistakes, no mistakes, like very seldom. Little to none. Usually, but, if like, it's a mistake, it's something you actually. It's something wrong. you, yeah, exactly. So you know, and I would say if if you do have an investment, you're going to make investment. What would your investment be when it comes to money? Would it be some investing in in what? Like, would it be like a like a QuickBook or a FreshBook, something like that, Invoice to Go, or what would you say? As an entrepreneur, as it an sounds entrepreneur. like we're being sponsored by. We're not yet by QuickBooks. Or invoice to go is what I use. Well, I'm thinking of QuickBooks because they're doing a lot of advertising right now with Danny DeVito. She knows. Yeah, Danny. they're pretty good yeah. actually. Yeah. Those um, big green glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think QuickBooks <laughs> for us, you um, <coughs> have one of those attacks again. Well, at least it wasn't in my nose. Yeah, but you don't have. You don't have like it, it's so itchy. I man. know. Like, it gets. Just, it looks itchy. It looks like you. Is it red? My nose red? No, not even remotely. Yeah, okay, but clown nose. If anybody's watching on YouTube, look at my cup. It is really red. That's Stu's nose right now. I don't know. Is it? Focus on my nose. Bring it. Bring us in, Nick, Mikey. Like, yeah, Doctor Mike. Is yes. that what's happening? Stop rubbing it. It'll fall off. Um, what was I talking about? I oh yeah. Have no idea. So QuickBooks. QuickBooks was was the was you know I was fearful of QuickBooks. I was fearful of Camp Brain because it was the money and I I didn't know it and, and that, that that's the thing right as an, as an, as the owner of the company which I am. As the lead entrepreneur, like it's your dream, it's your vision. Yeah. You're scared to give shit up. Oh yeah, I just swore. But you're scared and you to fare g- the unknown, right? You yeah, you just unknown. don't know, right? Yeah. And you're like, well, I know this kind of works. It's frustrating and it cost, but I know it works. The fear of the unknown, right? Yeah. But I think QuickBooks was the single best investment we did because the entire team and we have multiple. We have, you know, we have a lot of staff, but mm-hmm. they can all access the QuickBooks. I, my eyes are itchy. My nose are, is itchy. I feel like I've been eating salt in my face, like eating salt through my eyes and nose, and. This episode's almost done. Folks. Can I pay for someone to scratch my freaking eyes and my nose? <laughs> I was never, I had never any allergies till two years ago. It doesn't look like you've had any allergies until right now. <laughs> like, Even you, eh? You're Even you. Are moldy? I had a, I wouldn't put deodorant on. I think you're moldy. I'm just kidding, I am moldy. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I would say the biggest step you have to do as an entrepreneur is, is, un, is, is find out what you're really good at. So I'm really good at ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, creating ideas, at uh, coming up with you know different new programs, and 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 I'm the I'm the creative one, but yep. I'm not, but I'm not the logistical one. I can see big picture logistics. Yeah, I'm not good at the finding. I don't want to micromanage the staff. I don't want to. So part of part of delegation is letting go. Yeah, yeah. of and automation is letting go of you having to be in charge. Yep, absolutely. So absolutely. find what you can automate with this technology, or whether it's a system that works. A person, but I will say this: my, my, we have to wrap this up. But I will say that my my warning, and I've seen entrepreneurs that we know do this. They go to like Fiverr.com. By the way, we would take Fiverr as a sponsor as well. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're really good. I use them all the time for things. <laughs> but I would. Uh, but they go to Fiverr and they'll do like outsource their communication mm-hmm. on Fiverr.com, or they'll hire one of these like virtual assistants, right? Virtual assistants who yeah. are communicating with your clients. Yeah, and you don't know who they are. Yeah. And like you know, Jenna, you've met Jenna, you've hung with Jenna. We've had yeah. lunch together, we've had dinner together, we've yeah. we've traveled together. You know Jenna, yeah. right? You know Jenna's not going to start yeah, exactly. swearing at clients yeah. or, or anything. She'll swear at you, straightforward, oh, but she won't she swear at a client. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's you have to trust them. If you you've hired, if you're hiring someone for like eight bucks yeah. an hour to like be your and even like on email replies, people mm-hmm. hire people to do all their email replies. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah. Because that's where you're, you're opening yourself up yeah. to, to to being like destroyed. It takes it takes 
years to build a reputation yeah. in 30 seconds to destroy yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We have a, uh, like we have Jen in our office that does ours and, and, and different students and different people that we contract come and go. They're always in our office. They're always going through an interview you process. Them. We know met them. them. Exactly. I would, I would never. Face. But I know you're right. There, there are lots of people we know that they do these virtual assistant things. And I'm not saying I'm not sitting here saying that they're good or they're bad. What I am saying I would is say that, it's risky. Yeah. It's that, I used to unnecessary words, risk. It, it, it's risky. And so if you could you imagine because like I, I know with my email, I know that when Jen's responding or she's sending out messages, I know they're going to be well written. I know they're grammatically there. I know they're, they're on point, right? And anything that's a reply that I'm replying to, then if it's not on point, they're not grammatically correct, then it's on me. Yeah. I'd rather it be on me than some person that, I'm, that I have as a VA that I've never, ever met before other than email cor correspondence and me email transferring them whatever their fee is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, you got to be aware of that. And you're 100% you're right. I mean, it could come back to, to, to bite you. That's for sure. Yeah. So. That, 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 that's my concern. Yeah. And, and, and often it's like buying the, even with technology, it's like you got, you know, everyone says like, this is the gold standard yeah. for the software you want to, the, the service or product you need. But then over here is like this like crappy yeah. one for a third of the cost. And yeah. da, da, da. there's a reason why it's crappy. Yeah. Sometimes you get a winner, a new company trying to fight. To, sure. But you'll know that mm -hmm. because you'll interact with them. You'll see how they do their business. You'll yeah. find out their story. But the old adage, if it's if it's too good to be true, yeah, there's a lot of times it is, right? Probably is. Yeah. I am itchier than I've ever been in my entire life. That's I feel right. like I have been dipping my face in itch itch cream. I think you're good. You look. You, you look heard good. you're hiding it well. You look good. Yes, you always look good. Is you're hiding it. Is well. itch cream a thing? I think itch cream's a thing for sure. It is. I remember when I was a kid, I used to read comic books, and they used to have uh, on the back of comic books. I'm, I'm much older than you, but. I'm ten. I'm almost a decade. I'm almost. Uh, I just had my, my birthday. Yeah, we're we're almost, we're exactly nine years apart. Yeah, you turn forty. I turn forty nine. Yeah. So you're in your forty first year. We're in we're in the, our forties for one year together. I just touched my nose like that. I know. I now I'm gonna get whatever's ailing you. I got an itchy nose. Do you have any of that cream? What's that? Not cream, but it's like. Oh, I know it's ointment. This hand. Ointment. Some ointment on it. That's what my dad used to always say. I'll tell you, like, I'd like skid, I'd skid my knee or come in. And he's like, put some ointment on it. I'm like, you don't even know what. Like I, at the time, oh, okay, I don't even know what that meant. But now I'd love to be able like, to like use toothpaste. Well, that's what I said. Use? Like now I'd be like, show me where the ointment is, then, old boy, because I have I under I. But you don't even know. Is your dad Irish? No. Show us the ointment, old boy. I was me responding to him. What old boy? So you called your dad old boy? Yeah, the old boy. When you were a kid, not in an Irish accent. You did have an Irish accent. I did right there. Old boy nailed it. Or from well, Foley's Irish. What song? I think it, I don't know. British? I don't know. It's British, British and Scottish. I don't know. But like, it was maybe from Newfoundland. You're from Cape Breton or something. Yeah, I'm definitely from Cape Breton. My mom's from Cape Breton. That's a place in Canada. For those who are not from, uh, twenty five percent of our listeners are American. If you're not from, if you're not from Canada, you don't know where Cape Breton is. Then get a map. Look it up. It's a beautiful part of where the country. Where do you buy maps? Tell me where you buy maps. Google, Google well, Maps. You're not gonna get a map. You're gonna go on Google Maps. That's getting a map. It's not. It's opening up your Google Maps app. It's getting a map, though. What a Google. It's the Cape Breton. Yeah, but you're getting the map. Can we get a second on that? Like, you get the map from Google now, right? Google Maps. Portia, yeah? She won't even respond. She's so quiet over there. <laughs> What's damn happening? You, damn you, Portia. Give me, okay, two core competencies for both of us, and we'll wrap this disaster up. My core competency is, uh, is creativity and storytelling. Storytelling. Mine would be um, long-term productions. Uh, Productions? Project, projections. Hard, big words. It is a big word. And I would say creativity. 
I would say, or I'm, I'm good at like, you know, thinking of. You are, you are, no, you're yeah. very good at thinking so. of, of new ideas and creative ideas for sure. We I share that. I, yeah, we do. And that's the reason why we delegate, you know, the math. That's the reason why we delegate oh, yeah. the, the micromanaging and things of that nature is because mm -hmm. it's important. It's not part of our core competencies. We'd love to know your core competencies. So write it in, let us know, and we can talk about it in our next episodes. We're not going to talk about it just, you know. Ever again. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, that's another question. But that's a good, but this is a good point. So. Know when you have to let go of things. That's the key. Let's, when do we let go of this episode? And right about now, we're going to say, uh, don't forget, check out theepiccommunity.com. Uh, next week, we'll be uh, recording live from Vancouver, Nick and I, yes. uh, at the Four Seasons Hotel in Vancouver. So there might be a couple seats left. Yeah. Uh, just come. Epiccommunity.com. Yeah. Uh, theepiccommunity.com. Theepiccommunity.com. It'll be right on the screen. When I say that, I'm yeah. looking at Mikey and Porsche. It'll be on the screen when I say that, and then it'll also be on the show notes. Um, but until next time, um, thanks for listening. Don't forget to don't forget to subscribe, follow, and rate on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. Wherever you find an um, a podcast, you can find us by just searching "Authentic Entrepreneurs." The Authentic Entrepreneurs, not to be mistaken with anything else. The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Yeah, plural, because there's two of us. All right. Until next time, keeping authentic. Out.